At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff, are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's what I always say. You always follow yeah, the money. Yeah, yeah. This is Follow the Money with Mitch Moss and Polly Howard on VSIN. Here we go. Welcome in. It is Follow the Money. This show is brought to you by DraftKings, Mitch Moss, Polly Howard. We are live in downtown Las Vegas from the Circa Resort and Casino. Big, big three hour program lined up today. Among our guests, Julian Edlow on the NBA card tonight, Nigel Seeley, soccer, Pat Forty college basketball and Mike Palm VP here at this great property going to be in studio for a full hour coming up later on in the show Paulie but the NBA does make its return tonight after the all-star break and LeBron James will not be playing the timetable here of this was interesting yesterday because on the show yesterday we were kind of speculating he may or may not play maybe leaning towards up but we got to wait and see and then later on in the afternoon Yesterday, news came out that he was not present Wednesday with an excused absence. His plan was to meet the team in San Francisco. That was per the Lakers. And then I want to say probably 10 minutes after that, Shams tweeted out, now he's out, that's it. So yesterday when we were on the air, that number was Golden State 4.5. It's now 5.5. So at that point, when we were discussing the game, it's like, yeah, that's probably baked in a little bit. And clearly it was because LeBron would be worth more than one point of the number. But I think that number yesterday was telling you that uh, certainly books were anticipating LeBron missing the, the action tonight. Yeah, yeah. And Wendy, Wendy was strong, too, on ESPN that he felt LeBron was going to miss the game. So that prop now, which we discussed yesterday, is off the board. And not only is he out tonight, he might miss the game Friday in San Antonio and the game Sunday in Phoenix. There's no telling now with the treatment if he comes back. So that's, that's pro- wild. It is wild, yeah. And also, they could be stuck uh, as the 9 or the 10 seed now, too. Uh, this guy misses time. So the, 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 you know, there are issues on the road, well-documented all year. There's six games under 500. It's unfortunate because it's a great matchup, and this was an unbelievable game the first time these teams met. The double overtime thriller when LeBron had 36-20 and, uh, what was it, 12 in that win. They still have three meetings left against Golden State, two after this, obviously. But this is, yeah, what that prop means now when he will get the 40,000th point. And the, uh, and the Lakers look like they're just going to be in this uh, play-in game. Another thing I found interesting is ESPN BPI projections have Golden State the eight seed. Because we love to play the schedule game here. But Golden State has won eight of ten. And their schedule is so easy the rest of the way. That, that also spells doom for the Lakers, that the Lakers are going to have an uphill battle, and there's a good chance the Lakers are playing a winner-go-home winner the season's over with that 9-10 game based on, on the projections with uh, the BPI, and I would have to agree with them in the fact that they may, who knows even Golden State could sneak into the sixth seed. Yeah, so when we ran down that prop, that was available at a couple of different sports books across the country yesterday. Yeah. It was which game will LeBron score point number 40,000 in the regular season during his career? 
and we ran down the whole schedule, pointed out how, how many back-to-backs there were. This week is not easy, regardless of you, if he's going to be playing or not playing, like he's not going to be playing tonight. But a back-to-back today and tomorrow, then a game again on Sunday against the Suns, certainly not an easy way for the Lakers to begin this post-All-Star break run here. And I was able to grab plus 750. That's the best number I could find. I think you said that it was 10 to 1 maybe at DraftKings. Mm. But I, I was able to get down on, at plus 750. He'll break it during that Kings game, which is on March 11th or later. Yeah, good bet. Mm-hmm. And that was just basically speculating that he was going to maybe be out tonight or miss you know, right. one of these games tonight or tomorrow night. Now, we've talked about this many times. You're paying a tax. Maybe it's too high now. Because it always seems when a superstar is out that the team rallies. Maybe it's the opponent takes them lightly. I think so, yeah. And it, so that's still a lot of points. But, you know, this is an 8-2 run for Golden State, and it should be 9-1. and one. While we were on vacation, they blew a 14-point fourth quarter lead at home to the Clippers, and Kawhi didn't play. That's right. I mean, you turn your head, you look up, what happened? And the Clippers have the lead, and they came back to win that game. So the, uh, the, the great performance to close the All-Star break in Utah as well when Clay went off. So uh, at least there's hope here for the Warriors that they've started to turn this around. And then the Kaminga futures as well. But I, I just don't understand how you have LeBron James and Anthony Davis in your 17th in offensive efficiency. I, I don't get you it. You can point the, the finger at the others and some of the moves they made. And Hachimura's played well uh, the last couple games. But th- th- this team should not be 17th. An offensive efficiency, no way, no how. And that's why they're, they're going to be relegated in that uh, 7, 8, 9, or 10 seed spot. I mean, I'm looking at all the teams right now um, on the standings ahead of Golden State and, and the Lakers. There isn't a single piece of chopped liver ahead of them. All those teams are legit. Yeah. Right? And imagine when, like tonight, um, Sabonis, he's doubtful the latest, uh, the, the latest that I've seen in this Kings game against the Spurs. So... We'll keep an eye on that. Like, are the Mavericks ever going to be at full strength this season? Are they ever going to get to that point? Mm-hmm. Same thing with the Pelicans. Right. And, and we're seeing it already tonight again with the Suns. Bradley Beal questionable at best to get in their game against the Mavericks. So if these teams could ever get to full strength, right. good luck to the Lakers and the Warriors. Yeah, well, that's the other thing, too, about the, the schedule game, which we touched on yesterday. But Phoenix, most difficult schedule the rest of the way. I Have, think they're going to – they could slide. Sure, they could. I, that, that's my candidate for a team that could come back a little bit here. Yeah, I'd love to see Phoenix and uh, Dallas in the play-in game. Dallas is playing well, but still they have defensive issues, and you also they have won six in a row, but you have to consider the opponents, uh, who they've gone against. And, uh, again, the BPI projects Lakers 9, Sacramento 10, because Sacramento's got a brutal schedule the rest of the way. And it's hard to get a read on the Kings, who lost at home to Detroit and then bounced back and, and blew out uh, Denver mm-hmm. two nights later. So... This is, they're just projections, but based on the schedule and the numbers, they're saying Golden State the 8, the Lakers the 9, Sacramento the 10. They give Minnesota a 64% chance to get the 1 seed. Oh, that's strong. And the Clippers a 40% chance to get the 2. Denver, 44% to get the 4 seed now. That's yeah, big. Yeah. I'd love to see that, how that plays out. I think, I think oh, it's Where do they have OKC? Uh, 40% chance to get the 3 seed. But they have the easiest schedule they on do. all those teams, right? They do. So we're in love with the Clippers, and rightfully so. But they have a tough schedule as well. And then you never know with load management if someone tweaks an ankle, uh, what have you. Um, but that's just going to be wild to see how this plays out in the West. But it's great to have it back, and it's also a dynamite card as well. Oh, it's, it's a terrific card. card tonight. Now, the other thing, too, the, the, the Knicks got some bad news. I mean, this the Randall injury was supposed to be two to three weeks. This is three weeks now. Yep. So does he? they don't think he has to have surgery? But maybe he's not back till April. OG's out till the middle of March. That's no good. Robinson's back in March. You do get uh, Hartenstein and, and, and DiVincenzo back. Yeah, they're both on track but to play tonight. Uh, how many beats can you take here? Because this team was going to be a force to be reckoned with if healthy. But now you don't know about Randall. And he's still got to wait a couple weeks on OG. So I guess you can kiss the two seed goodbye. Well, and here's the problem with that, though, too. Like, how much time are these guys going to, once they fo- get well, back, sure. right? How much time are they going to have to play with each other before the playoffs start? Yep. Not a lot. It's going to be like, okay, guys, throw the basketball out there. Let's see if we can yeah. make it work. Well, that'll be okay. They were playing well when before all these injuries. It's just that's not that dislocated shoulder is not his shooting shoulder, but that's yeah. a pain tolerance thing as it well. Is. And if you would, uh, if someone bumps you hard, I guess the damage that could do. But their fingers crossed, he doesn't need surgery. But who knows when he's coming back? Now, I believe the I saw the opener last night. The Knicks were minus one. 
But because of all this news now, that has flipped, and the Sixers are now favored at home. But I can't, I mean... Hard to get a read on them, too. The Sixers team, the way that they're trending, too, it's kind of stay away from me. Right, and they were not playing good ball. There were some ugly losses, but then they went to to Cleveland and won as a 10-point dog before the All-Star break. So there I I would look, uh, to me, it'd be Philly or pass. Um, We could see a lot of points in that game as well. And then you have, um, you got Dallas... Against uh, excuse me, against uh, Phoenix, and uh, this is refreshing. Again, these these teams can't stand one another. Well, this is, again, what you need to keep an eye on tonight. Mavericks are two and a half point favorites. Total is uh, up there, two forty five. Mm-hmm. Bo- Bo- so Booker and Luca, they absolutely hate each other. Booker's last game against Dallas, he had forty six. He was seventeen to twenty three from the floor. He, that that was the catalyst for a three game stretch where Booker scored forty six, sixty two, and then forty four in back to back to back games. Crazy. Luca on Christmas against the Suns, he had fifty. And 15 assists. He was 15 of 25 from the floor, and he had eight threes. In the game that Booker had 46, Luka had 34, 8, and 9. So I know it's chalky, but like, and I we've said this all going all the way back to that Christmas card. This is all about to me like Luka and Booker props whenever they play. Yeah, they're going to be juiced to the gills, but yep, something to consider. And we get to see. Gordon Hayward make his debut with OKC. Thunder Lane 2 totaled now. This was actually the opener, I think, two days ago was 239.5 in this game. That's down to 236.5 now tonight. This is a really good game. It is. Yeah. Short line, though, too. But the Clippers' power rating is so high. This is a tough one. Cause for concern with how the Clippers played against Minnesota? And that particular matchup is what I'm saying. The, the T-Wolves frustrated them and ran them out of their own building. I would say that that's the, to me, that's the what we talked about yesterday, how how difficult it is sometimes to figure out Minnesota. They might lose on a Tuesday night at home to Charlotte. Right, right. But comes and then down they come to matchups. Back, and then they it. blow out the best teams. Look at that. I mean, yep. they, they beat the Celtics at home in overtime the first time they played. And then they went and they had that impossible return mm-hmm. match to Boston on a back-to-back when their flight didn't get there until the afternoon. And the, the T-Wolves probably should have won that game as well. Like, against the best teams in the league, they're phenomenal. But um, I wouldn't say, no, I mean, I want to still let the Clippers play a bunch of games together, mm. right, when they're all out there on the court at the same time. Yeah. By the way, one. under the radar tonight, Magic at Cavaliers. Yeah, I think that's too many points as well. Could be. A little concerned with how the Cavs played going into the break. They were so hot. They had won 17 of 18. As I mentioned, they lost at home as a 10-point favorite to Philly and then had to life and death to beat the Bulls the next game. Yeah. And they were laying uh, 10 points in that game. I think they won. It was a close game. They pulled out late, too. So, Well, the, the Philly game was an awkward one. Yeah. Especially the way the Sixers were playing at the time. Let's follow the money here on VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. We'll recap college hoops from last night and some deep analysis on a random game on the schedule. But keep in mind, all tickets pay the same. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Attention all wrestling aficionados. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. This is Freddie Prince Jr., and I am beyond thrilled to announce that our wrestling extravaganza is back, and joining me once again is the one and only Jeff Dye. Get ready as we highlight the most jaw-dropping matches, dissect the fiercest feuds, and uncover the latest twists and turns in the world of pro wrestling. We're dusting off our legendary side quests and unleashing a barrage of brand new segments that will keep you guys on the edge of your seat like our talks on unsanctioned Thursdays. Freddie, you know we gotta give the people what they want. This season, we have an all-star lineup of special guests who are gonna be gracing our podcast, bringing with them their own unique insights, experiences, and all of that in the world of pro wrestling and beyond. Whether you're a seasoned wrestling veteran or a fresh-faced newcomer, we promise an experience like no other. So buckle up, wrestling fans. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Almost March. Looking for a betting edge? College hoops, we have you covered. Become a VEASAN Pro subscriber today. Get the daily best bet emails. Every pick, every host, every guest, dog videos. The upcoming College Hoops betting guide, bracket breakdowns. Full access to VEASAN.com with exclusive betting splits. VEASAN.com slash pro. Subscribe today. Join the team. VEASAN.com slash pro. Good action last night in college basketball. The Alabama-Florida game was awesome. SEC hoops every night. It delivers. Alabama gets Kentucky now on Saturday. I can't wait to see what that opening total is going to be. Anything below 175, I'm going to be on the over in that game, but I don't think I'm going to be that fortunate. And if Alabama had to look for a minute like they might cover the game in overtime, yeah. oh, that would have been just a kick to the breadbasket if you were on Florida. Florida's good, though. That conference is really good. Those t- the SEC and the Big 12, though, all those teams that make the dance, uh, what is this worth? Every team's going to be battle-tested because they've played so many wars now in conference play, getting ready for March Madness. And then good call by you yesterday. You liked LSU, pointed out it was a bad spot for Kentucky coming off of a uh, huge win on the road against Auburn, which they controlled and really dominated the game. And they have Alabama on deck. And that was that game had a little bit of everything for Kentucky. That stretch that they played at the end of the first half and then how they opened up the second half was that team's A game and why they're so scary. And they, I don't know what happened faster, though. That team getting out to a 15-point lead or LSU wiping away that deficit because that was gone in two mm-hmm. seconds. Mm-hmm. And then the way that Dillingham was just, he's so ridiculously good. To hit that shot, to put him up by one, and then for LSU to win how they did, the kid gets the, sh- the shot blocked. And if that goes anywhere else on the court, the game's over with, but it goes right back to him. He recovers the ball. He throws it up in the air for kind of a lob. And then the, the guy who catches it for LSU is like, let me see what I can do with it. He puts it up, and that's how they win the game. Yeah. We mentioned this earlier with the NBA, when, it, when a star player's out, as the other team uh, let up. You know, I mean, it's so much in college basketball is about spots and, and not taking your opponent seriously and uh, also coming off a big win or look-ahead spot, too, which I hated the spot for Kentucky last night. The other thing is you have too much talent to be losing games like this, mm-hmm. what continues to happen. So forget about you know the 6.5. You didn't need the 6.5 with LSU as they went outright. But the other thing, you saw Patino apologize after the game as well. They struggled with god-awful Georgetown. Sure. I mean, it's still something to keep an eye on while he finally apologized. it's uh, Imagine what the players think of Patino after he put him on front street. And they only won by five and didn't come close to covering. So there's so many uh, situations like that in college basketball. And if you did a lot of that, you uh, were successful last night. Another one was Samford, who had a horrible loss to Mercer. Uh, They were thinking at-large bid. They lose that game. And they were lucky to beat Furman by two. Could have lost. Indiana State did cover. But uh, that that was a close game. At least like an eight, seven-point game. They were laying a bunch against Valpo as well. But there's so many teams and so many situations like that that stuff like that's always going to pop up on a nightly basis in college basketball. Kentucky schedule the rest of the regular season. They get Alabama this weekend. They play at Miss State on Tuesday. They close at Tennessee March 9th in the regular season. Now you're right about that. The, the, the SEC and the Big 12, you're playing a top team almost every night. That team. No, no let up. Look at Oklahoma nope. State. Cincinnati thinks, okay, no problem here. We're laying 10. And then we have a chance to play our way into the tournament after this, and they lose at home. Yep. Kentucky might have eight losses in league play. Yeah. And they're going to be, I mean, if that happens and they lose like in the second round of the SEC tournament, what are they looking at, a seven seed, an eight seed? They'll continue to plummet a little bit because they're not going to 
close out by winning all these games down the stretch. They're, they have more losses coming. Yeah. And they've dipped at one book anyway after last night's latest loss to 40-1 to one to win the national title now. Yep. Um, there's also an example last night of when numbers get too far away from like the Ken Palm number. Ken Palm had New Mexico and Colorado State as his game of the night last night, and he had that a four-point game in favor of New Mexico. What did that number get to last night? Seven and a half. I think I saw eight at one point. Wow. And they just kept going. It was nothing but New Mexico money, and they won by two. So when those numbers really, the market says, I don't care about Ken Palm's number. I'm going to keep betting this team. And it gets away from that. A lot of time it comes back and it's like, yeah, it, it was closer to Ken Palm's number. And a uh, game yep. that I was wrong on last night. And uh, I, I had a bad feeling right away because I was on the wrong side. The market like Duke, the Miami game. I was on Miami. Horrible bet. Um, did not play out well whatsoever. The game was over within the first half. Duke could not miss. And now that team, once they're showing up with their A game, somehow a Duke team, probably because there's no longer, you know, no, no more Coach K on the sideline, they're under the radar at this point. And they blew out Miami last night. Mm-hmm. And they looked terrific doing so. Yep. Yep. The other thing, too, that was because uh, Colorado State was coming off the great performance against Utah State when they buried them by 20. So you thought, okay, well, maybe a letdown here, but because New Mexico needed it like blood. And uh, they won, but didn't cover, and it was uh, tight the whole way, and they won by two. Uh-huh. So uh, it's a much-needed win as Lenardi's got him on the 10 line. How about tonight? I loved the card yesterday. Not so much. I only like a couple games tonight, but the marquee game is Arizona against Washington State. But look at the number. Mm-hmm. This Arizona power rating, they're undefeated at home. They're laying 12, even though they're playing a ranked team. That's right. Washington State, phenomenal story. Ranked 21st now, Kyle Smith, nerd ball. From uh, Columbia and San Francisco with uh, analytics, and uh, for this team to win ten of eleven and seven in a row, and they could run the table after this game as well. Obviously, you like Arizona to win, but certainly uh, every they could win. Washington State could win every game, then coming into the Pac-12 tournament and get a good seed as well. So this is a great story, but I think it speaks to the power rating and how good this team is home when you're seeing ranked team against ranked team. Yet the spread is twelve here. Sure. And Washington State got them in the first meeting. Uh, they got them at Wazoo. That? Arizona yep. much better at home than they are on the road. I think kind of factors into that a little bit. But this team's playing great ball. I mean, they just beat Oregon State by, what, 45 points? <laughs> yeah. So they took that team out and just absolutely destroyed them. I will give you a game tonight that's uh, way under the radar. Our buddy Ian, who lives in Illinois, keep that in mind. It's a key part of the story. But uh-huh. uh, to our point about how all tickets cash the same, he went to Western Illinois. They're playing Moorhead State tonight. It's a big one in the Ohio Valley. Moorhead has a one game. They're eleven and four in conference play. Three teams, including Western Illinois, are ten and four in league play. This is his numbers now. He tracks every game. He watches everyone that's on TV. In the last seventeen games, Western Illinois is sixteen and one on the money line in the first half. They're a five point dog tonight. The one loss came against tonight's opponent, Moorhead State. They are al- allowing fewer than 22 points per game in the first half, their last three games, number one in the country. Yeah, he reached out to me a while ago and said they've been unbelievable at home, yes. first half unders. Yep, seven Division One home games, huh? 7-0 and money line in the first half, 7-0 and under in the first half, staying under by 11 points per game. They are 19-3-1 under in the first half on the season. This team, Western Illinois, is number 359 in the country in free throw shooting. They shot well against Tennessee State the other night to help seal the win. That was the blip on the radar. The first time they played Moorhead, the first half total, depending on the book, was around 63.5 or 64.5. The halftime score was 28-20. So his advice would be first half money line with Western Illinois, first half under, but late in the game because Western Illinois cannot shoot free throws. They're awful again. Moorhead State live money line in case they're down like in the second half at some point. The rub to the story is with Ian living in Illinois, can't bet him. Oh, God. College teams are not available to bet in Illinois. Yeah. Illinois teams are not available to bet on. So he would have to make the drive to a neighboring state if he wants. And he watches all these games. He tracks it. He pays all. He's like, he's so mad because he can't bet their games unless he makes a drive. And he ha- he's like, he knows what's going to happen. Yep. Yep. He has the answers to the test before tip-off. The other angle, though, you should get a uh, ticked-off Eagle team. They lost as an 18-point favorite last time out to Southern Indiana. So you think you get a big performance here as well. Yep. That is some incredible information. It is. It is. And I'm seeing, uh, again, the total here, though, 127. So 
the first half number. I don't see a number on it yet. Imagine it's not going to be it's not going to be but, 63 or, or 64 tonight in the game yeah, for sure. A game you're interested in as well. I took the four and a half with Tarleton State. Okay, it's a big matchup in the WAC. It's number one against number two. Grand Canyon 24 and two on the season. Bryce Dew doing an incredible job. Uh, they beat San Diego State earlier in the year. If they win this game, the Lopes, good chance they run the table. And then you're thinking at worst case at large bid because then you're talking about if, if you win tonight, you're talking like 29-2 and two coming out here for the WAC tournament. And what, what do you the, do at that point? What do I do? That's it? They're good enough? What does the committee do? Absolutely you got to be in with that record because of the what they did against San Diego State as well. And uh, the number's telling you something, though, right? And I took the dog. They blew them out in the first meeting. Mm-hmm. And one of the losses, the only loss they have in conference play was at Seattle. So it's uh, the toughest thing to do in sports is to win a conference road game. No doubt about it. And this is, uh, I think the number's telling you something, that they beat them by 30 in the first meeting. They're so good, 24-2. and two. Why is the number four and a half, five, right? And plus, this is followed up. There's another road game coming up Saturday, too. Abilene Christian, I believe. So it's right there for them that they can be 29 and 2 coming out here. And then you just have that and fall back on that at large bit if you stub your toe in the conference room. But this is a hell of a team. Yeah. And they're having a great season. I don't even want it to get there, but that shatter, if they're 29 and 2 and they lose like in the conference title game, I don't want to hear it's, you know, what's going to happen. Up next, Paul's going to recap last night's betting action, some big upsets here and win some, lose some. the night in sports betting and win some lose some big tickets cash last night penn state three to one on the money line upset illinois presbyterian four to one 10 point dogs won by 23 points oklahoma state plus 450 bye bye cincinnati their chances to make the tournament big favorite at home got beat by the cowboys rice plus 550 11 point dog at uab won by 23 what was going on Mercer, four and a half up to seven, one by nine. Champions League, Porto, plus 450, beat Arsenal. Napoli, draw, plus 250. Road teams in hockey went 5-0. and oh. If you parlayed that, paid 14 to one. And LSU, money line, plus 240. Upset. Right, I'll give you another one. Yeah, go ahead. How Illinois blew the game last night. Yeah. That was, I mean, they were up, what, eight late in the game? And they were uh, laying seven and a half, eight outright, and they lost in regulation. Followed the shooter there. Oh, God. With How pretty late? much no time left. How late was it? They they followed the shooter with four seconds left. Oh, God. Up by two. They lost by one in regulation. How late were they up eight? <laughs> like a minute? Oh God, I missed that. Yeah, Penn State gets the win. Subscribe, be part of the team. Vsin.com, our radio and podcast friends. You always want to see these tweets and videos. Remember we talked about this story in Las Vegas. When the guy jumped over the bench and attacked the judge, Michael Lasso was the law clerk who helped protect the judge who was attacked in court last month. Yesterday, he was named Citizen of the Month. That's Al Lasso's son, Attorney to the Stars. We love Al Lasso. And that awesome dude. Oh, yes. And that's a great job by Michael in the moment to save the judge when the guy jumps over the bench and attacks her. It went viral. Yep. It was a uh, surreal watch for like 15 seconds. Right. What was going on. Now, the interesting thing about when Al Lasso does his commercials, he closes his commercials by saying, I'll fight for you. Oh, family will. There you go, Michael Lasso. Uh, it, it's that is a, great. They're a great family. He's, he has yep. awesome kids. Al Lasso, $15,000 Kino jackpot at Vintner Grill. He's popping all over He's town. He's the Kino kid. That's right. Vintner Grill, where Nicolas Cage likes to eat, orders the salmon, cook it like the Eskimos, he says. There you go. Uh, how about the dog on the treadmill? Now, look at that. He says this happens all the time. I visit my uncle, and the dog goes on the treadmill to do work, to do a little workout. My uncle said he does it a few times a day. He's got the toy in his mouth the entire time. Look at this guy. A little cardio in, right? Work off the carbs. Look at him. Just hops right on the treadmill, get a little working. What? 
with the toy in his mouth. Too. Good for him. That is great. Might be cold outside during the winter. Sure. How he gets the exercise. That's excellent. Ah, that is beautiful, right? And how about some Royale with cheese? Tim sent this in. $20,000 Royal Flush at a bar in California. Held three. And he gets a $20,000 Royal Flush. But, good job, Tim. Hold my beer. Local spot down the street, Samstown. The sequential. A $5 bet paid $175,000. The suckers lined up. Look at this. It comes ace, king, queen, jack, ten. Sequential. $175,000. Here's the feeling good all the time. Oh, God. Incredible. That is awesome. And great to meet John, John, and Hannah yesterday from New York, who uh, came by after the show to say hello. Because they're getting married out here. How about this? Hannah is a high school teacher. Yep. And uh, we've talked about this before. She and brought John it up. John teaches fifth grade. Yeah. And Hannah goes, uh, you know, you've, you've brought up how kids nowadays, they can't read a clock. She goes, it's hilarious watching my high school kids. But I had the conversation with my wife and my mom yesterday, and it makes sense, right? If you're 13 years old today, when's the, why would you have a clock anywhere? Where are you going to be reading clocks at? It's going to be all digital, everything. Yeah, we talked about that, and you got an incredible response about big hand, little hand. What are you talking about? Sure. The thing you told me was even more shocking, that kids kids can't tie their shoes. Well, that's what we, the feedback that we got. We were running it down. Wow. That, that was a big one. Look at that. That is awesome. One bad beat. Arsenal-Porto draw 3-1. to one. Porto scored in the last kick of the game. Brutal. Ooh. Check out the new article on vsun.com. Bill 80 sent it out. Dooley's takes on the second half of the NBA season. Check it out, vsun.com. Get up there today. Good job, guys. Yep. Solid overall. All right. Uh, we have some odds, by the way, Paulie, on uh, player movement in the NFL. This is pretty good. This is pretty good. I'm intrigued. Um, so what? which team will you know player X be on? this year if he's not on the current team. And there is a huge list of players. Like Austin Eckler, for example, if he's not on the Chargers next year, you can bet on where he's going to end up. The Ravens are the betting favorite at 5-1. to one. The Eagles are 6-1. to one. The Bears and Broncos are each 7-1. to one. Are we going to get like a lot of player movement this year? Calvin Ridley, next team if he's not on Jacksonville. Atlanta, 2-1. to one. Go back. Go back to Atlanta. The Chiefs are five to one. How would you like that landing spot for Kelvin Ridley? Not bad. Derrick Henry. Acquisition, yeah. Henry's next team if he's not on the Titans. The Ravens again, the favorite, two to one. I don't know, but what do you think of that fit? I mean, they, Mitchell was going off till he got hurt, and they have Gus Edwards. I, did, I don't know if that's the best fit. I think uh, he. And will, what does he have left? He will land on a uh, a, a team that's considered a contender. Uh huh. Cowboys are five to one, Eagles are five to one. I could see him going to Philly, but I, you know how much tread does he have left on the tire? And on top of that, the way the Eagles use running backs. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised going back to the first guy you mentioned if Harbaugh just comes in and cleans house. Bosa out, Mack out, Eckler out. I think they are they moving on from Mike Williams that I read. Um, but uh, if they could move, move, get rid of all these guys. And they start over, and then maybe they go offensive line in the draft with that fifth pick. Who knows? Could be a guy like Alt. But that's Eckler's a nice player, but I mean, the injuries too. That and also now he's had a uh, lot of usage Yep. That. Yep. for a handful of years. Baker Mayfield's next team if he's not going to go back to Tampa. Atlanta is 4-1. to one. I don't mind that at all. I think Baker going to Atlanta would be a good fit. And by the way, if the Falcons could pull that off and steal him away from Tampa, not bad. Seattle is five to one. How would that look in your opinion? With that offense and yeah. those weapons going from Geno Smith to Baker Mayfield. Well, they already paid Geno Smith, so uh-huh. I I still I'm gonna connect the dots and say they take Penix. I don't know when, where he goes in the draft, but I think Seattle will take Penix. Makes some sense. How about Denver getting Baker at seven to one? They're gonna they have to do something at quarterback. I feel like there's two teams getting lost here with what's going to happen at quarterback next year. They're both in the same division. I feel like Denver and the Raiders are not getting talked about enough. Because other teams are going to be in the mix and they have to have quarterback play. Yeah, you can't be serious with O'Connell. No, you can't. Yeah, where, where does Cousins wind up? That's a big one. And uh, is, are we just saying Tannehill's a backup now? Is he done too? I kind of think. I mean, that's, would yeah. someone want Tannehill to be a starting quarterback? I don't know. What would make sense for him? 
I think I think it's at this stage of his career, that's kind of where the writing is at on the wall for me with him. Cousins next team, Vikings minus two dollars, but Falcons three to one. I you know what? I do not hate Kirk Cousins going to the Patriots at five to one. Don't hate it. If they could somehow well, work he's out not a deal. Do that. Huh? He won't do that. He wants the Leeds to have a chance to win. No, no, I know that. But I'm saying, hypothetically here speaking, Cousins to New England, and if that team drafted Marvin Harrison, then overall, that's not awful. That's not a championship-winning team, but that's a team that you can put on the field next year and actually be watchable. And you might be able to score some points. Yeah. Yeah. I can't believe Minnesota's the favorite. Neither can I. I think he's gone bye-bye. And also this Jefferson thing that did not good either, that he's gonna he could walk too, based on uh, what Wolf said about how they look at everyone other than a quarterback with big time money. Okay. Well would he going to the Raiders or the Broncos then make sense to tie it all together? Well, if, if yeah, if, if Fields is going to Atlanta, and that appears to be the case, like Fields goes to Atlanta, then where would yeah, where would he wind up? I don't I'd see- love to see him come out here. But then you wonder about the Adams stuff, the Adams rumors to the Jets, mm-hmm. if that could happen. Because I don't want to see him leave town. You know, he's been so frustrated, too. But you come on. They had so many weapons, and they couldn't do anything in the passing game last year. Yep. A lot of it was McDaniels. But, uh, and, and Pierce, how he likes to uh, coach a game and run the ball and, and play low-scoring games. But that's it's a if you're Tampa you can't let Baker walk you just want a playoff game no, you can't you and you're in him that back. game you have the chance to uh win late against Detroit you have to bring him back so then if they do bring him back probably not going to bring back Mike Evans yeah that could be right and and maybe that now I would love to see Buffalo get him and I think you have to move on from Diggs I'm sick of the attitude and the chirping and I think Evans to Buffalo is a great spot Bills are nine to one shortest shot in the board KC two to one well, who wouldn't want to play with him? But that's imagine you win the Super Bowl after the offense was so bad. You don't have great wide receivers, and now you seriously upgrade that position. You imagine Mike that Evans going depressing. to KC? Oh God, he's he's maybe the most underrated wide I receiver know. of our lifetime, and all he does is produce. Yep. That's it. Thousand yard seasons, yep. ten touchdowns. Book it. Up next, Julian Edlow. Tonight's NBA card is a doozy. We'll get his best bets coming up next on Follow the Money. It's Visa and the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Attention all wrestling aficionados. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. This is Freddie Prince Jr., and I am beyond thrilled to announce that our wrestling extravaganza is back, and joining me once again is the one and only Jeff Dye. Get ready as we highlight the most jaw-dropping matches, dissect the fiercest feuds, and uncover the latest twists and turns in the world of pro wrestling. We're dusting off our legendary side quests and unleashing a barrage of brand new segments that will keep you guys on the edge of your seat like our talks on unsanctioned Thursdays. Freddie, you know we gotta give the people what they want. This season, we have an all-star lineup of special guests who are gonna be gracing our podcast, bringing with them their own unique insights, experiences, and all of that in the world of pro wrestling and beyond. Whether you're a seasoned wrestling veteran or a fresh-faced newcomer, we promise an experience like no other. So buckle up, wrestling fans. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market. 
as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This week on DraftKings Sportsbook, new customers can deposit $5, get a no-sweat bet up to 1000 in bonus bets. If your first bet loses, download the app, use promo code VEASAN when you sign up. DraftKings Sportsbook, the crown is yours. Julian Edlow joins the program now. You can watch him on a show called The Sweat here on VEASAN and DraftKings Network Weekends. 8 to 10 a.m. Eastern Time. Julian, thanks for the time today. It is an awesome NBA card tonight as we get it back now after the All-Star break. Let's begin with the Knicks and the 76ers. We kicked this game around earlier on in the hour. Sixers before the break were not in great form, uh, and the Knicks have some injury issues here. What is your approach here for this game tonight? Yeah, so I am on the Knicks plus one here. Uh, Both teams dinged up both teams kind of limped into the the break mm-hmm. uh og is still out for the knicks randall obviously still out as well uh but they're getting a little healthier they're getting uh divincenzo's off the injury report hartenstein and bogdanovich are both probable so i'm expecting them to play uh knicks went zero and six against the spread one and five straight up last six before the break so they were not good but they were very dinged up um they had time to get healthy. They had time to rest. You know, Tibbs is a guy that plays his starters huge minutes, so maybe rest a little bit more valuable for a team like the Knicks when guys play so many minutes. Um, and then the Sixers, like you mentioned, they they weren't good either. The Knicks, uh, or the Sixers rather, were three and six straight up in their last nine games before the break. Zero oh, and six against the spread in their last six at home. So. They've had these weird stretches in previous seasons where they're winning and covering games without Embiid. It seems like that is finally caught up this season, and uh, they've really been struggling without him. So I think the Knicks getting a boost, getting some guys back, uh, whereas Philly, I see them really as in the same position as they were before the break. So I trust the Knicks to bounce back uh, a little bit more here. Great card tonight. The Mavs are laying two and a half at home against Phoenix. Your thoughts on the Mavs moving forward as it's a close race in the division with the Pelicans. Mavs have won six in a row. So lean to the Mavericks in this one. I think we talked a Mavericks-Suns game earlier in the year, and these have obviously been one of the rivalry games in the NBA. Uh, and I, I went Suns in that one, and they started off terrible, came back and won it, so maybe a little bit of a, a Dallas bounce-back spot in that matchup. But for the Mavericks, I'm looking at them division-wise. Uh, DK Sportsbook, I believe, has the best price in the market right now for Dallas to win the division. New Orleans Uh, You know, if you watch the show, you know I'm a Pelicans fan. How many times have I come on here and given out Pelicans first half? They're great, but minus 230 for the division is too steep. I like Dallas plus 170 a lot, probably the best price you're going to find. New Orleans is sixth in the West. Dallas is seventh. They're separated by one game at this point. But New Orleans uh, has the uh, 12th toughest uh, remaining schedule left. Dallas is just 21st. So a pretty big gap in terms of strength of schedule remaining, which in the NBA, guys are in, out. It, it's tough to fully gauge, but that's just a, a little bit of a barometer to kind of measure this. Um, and then I, I like the deadline moves that that Dallas made. Uh, apparently, those guys weren't the biggest Grant Williams fans. He's now in Charlotte. You bring in a talented player in P.J. Washington. I like the moves they made around, uh, you know, Kyrie and Luka there. Get another big guy that that's capable and then the Pelicans just have a poor track record down uh, down the stretch. We remember last year they were the one seed in the Western Conference uh, around January 1st, and, and they fell apart. Part of why they fell apart, they have a poor injury history. And we already see Brandon Ingram's on the injury report coming out of the break. And mm-hmm. that injury history, particularly Zion, we all know that, could catch up at, at any time. So I just think there's more risks with New Orleans playing a tougher schedule, having more injury-prone players. And you have Dallas kind of gearing up lighter schedule, just a game apart. I, I think plus 170 is pretty ridiculous to get on Dallas in the division at this point. A good breakdown. I like it. I'll shop around today. It's Follow the Money here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Our guest, Julian Edlow. 
He hosts a show called The Sweat Weekends, 8 a.m. Eastern time right here on VSIN and the DraftKings Network. Did you get involved at all before the LeBron news became official last night in this Warriors and Lakers game? We said this a little earlier as well, Julian. It was kind of baked into the number yesterday when the Warriors are four and a half. I think the books are telling you at that point, yeah, LeBron's probably not going to play. He's not. And now the Warriors are around five and a half or six tonight in this game. Yeah, I didn't get involved at the four and a half because I thought that it was factored in, you know, strong chance LeBron doesn't play, winds up uh, playing out, moves a point. I do lean to the Warriors. I've stayed away so far. Uh, The Lakers are four and three without LeBron this year. Um, You remember their last two wins were, were in Boston as massive underdogs without LeBron and Davis. And then LeBron sat the game before the break in Utah. Um, which I thought was a terrific spot for Utah. Lakers were on a back-to-back, no LeBron in Utah, and uh, the Lakers pulled that one out. So I'm a little wary, but uh, they generally need LeBron in a game like this against the Warriors. You saw how he carried them in that double overtime win. This is kind of a good spot for the Warriors to to get back for that loss. And then there's just the fact that the Warriors have been really good since they— resumed play after that tragedy with with the passing of the assistant coach they're nine and four um and two of their losses are by one point to the kings and that double overtime game to to the lakers so they could easily be 11 and two since that point they entered the all-star break playing really well with draymond back in there six and one straight up and against the spread so I think that they're getting a little momentum. It seems like, you know, if you're if you're taking one of these two teams to get it together in the second half, it feels like the Warriors are the team uh, that should do so. So I lean to them at home to to keep it going. It's just the number's a little more inflated than you would want. You're not getting the best of the number by any means. But at the same time, if you said, are the Warriors going to come out fully rested out of the break? and and blow the Lakers out without LeBron, I, I don't think anybody would be surprised. Both of these teams, veteran teams, obviously need the rest, benefit from the rest, but one of the guys that you're saying that most about is LeBron, and he missed the game before the break, now he's missing the game coming out of the break. So you got to think the Currys, the Draymonds, even a Klay Thompson who came alive off the bench in that last game, the rest probably does them well. The good news for OKC is that uh, Gordon Hayward is expected to make his Thunder debut tonight. The bad news is it comes against the Clippers. OKC, a a, a small two-point favorite at home tonight. Uh, What do you want to do here? I kind of want to look at the Clippers here, thinking that if Hayward's going to get, you know, 18, 20 minutes, whatever it might be, I I don't know how that's going to go right away in game number one. This is not coming against a bad team in the NBA. It's an elite team they're getting against the Clippers here at home. Yeah, I'm with you. This is going to be Clippers or pass for me. Obviously, OKC is scary. They've been so good this season. Um, but they were just 3-9 and nine against the spread going into the break. And we just talked about two teams that really could use the break, veteran teams in, in Golden State and the Lakers. Well, the Clippers are one of those teams. Even though they were playing uh, really well, they were, what, 11-3. Uh, and three. They had won five in a row on the road going into the break. But obviously, those guys could use some rest. And they got that week off, uh, essentially. Uh, Kawhi and Paul George barely played in the All-Star game. Whereas OKC, younger team, they should be fine. They, they you know, don't need necessarily a, a break like this. And now you're going to come out of it and, like you said, Mitch, incorporate a new piece, a new veteran piece to their to their young roster. So I think it's a better spot for the Clippers. Getting them as a dog is is always attractive. Um, and, you know, like I said, the the... Thunder were struggling a little bit coming into the break, and I don't know if they need it as much. I don't know if it's going to help them as much as it would a team like the Clippers with those veteran guys. How about one college game? I've uh, been very disappointed with Florida Atlantic, and uh, they sleepwalk in that first half against South Florida, and they can't couldn't get any stops. What do you think of Florida Atlantic at home against SMU? Yeah, I bet them on the bounce back. I laid four and a half, but now we're up to what, six and a half, seven. So we've we've encountered this a couple times on this segment. And then I generally say once it gets up to like a six and a half, seven, I'm looking more in a, like a money line parlay range. Um, I just shorter card tonight. So I don't necessarily have a team to put them with. Going on the cuff here, maybe it's the Warriors. Warriors in Florida Atlantic, you put them together on a money line parlay. Don't hate that. Uh, The one college that I did actually bet, though, I I did lay the three and a half with Minnesota. I know at some point it probably catches up to them. They're 22 and three against the spread, but I don't think this is the spot. You got Ohio State Mm -hmm. coming off the Purdue win 
Um, yep. And now they're going on the road. They're 0-7 on the road this season, 2-5 and against the spread. I don't think going to Minnesota, where they've been rolling and playing so well, is going to necessarily be the spot uh, to, to buck a trend like that when you've been so awful on the road and you're coming off what's obviously going to be your, your win of the year. So I, I like Minnesota probably the most tonight, but I do think FAU bounces back with a win over SMU. Very good. Uh, you can get Julian Edlow's show. It's called The Sweat Weekends, 8 a.m. Eastern time right here on VSIN and the DraftKings Network. Good analysis today, Julian, as always. Thanks for the time. We appreciate that. All right. Thanks, guys. Talk next week. Yep. Thank you. Gophers three and a half tonight against Ohio State. Ohio State just fired their coach, interim coach here. They beat Purdue. So you know how that angle generally works out. A team can go on the ascend. Yep. Now you're looking at a team with a bullet, the best team ATS in the entire country. Nigel Seeley on the program coming up next. We'll get his best bets in the soccer world for the weekend here on Follow the Money. It's Visa, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff, are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take D.C. on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.